Hey people, welcome to another episode of Finiature. So last week was IPO week. Um, and this week, I did talk about Spark because they are another way that private companies get listed on an exchange. So Spark means Special Purpose Acquisition Company. It's a company formed with the sole purpose of raising capital for acquiring an existing company. So in this episode, I just want to put a quick disclaimer. When I say acquire, um, I want you to think of acquisitions and mergers because they can either merge with an existing company or they can acquire. I'll be using acquire a lot, but it's either way. Great. So a SPAC is a company that doesn't sell anything or provide like any service. It has literally no business operation, like it does nothing. It raises capital through an IPO. So all that it does is it comes, lists on an exchange, raises money, and then it use that money to either merge with another company or acquire another company that is already existing, right? That, that has some value and has some operational core. When this um, existing company is either acquired or merged with this pack, it now trades on an exchange. So this existing company is usually private. So the SPAC would acquire or merge with it, and then the merger that results or the acquisition is now trading on an exchange. So invariably, that private company is now trading on an exchange. So it's now public. Last week, I said IPOs are one of the ways that a private company becomes public. Being merged or acquired by a SPAC is another way. So a private company wants to go public, but doesn't want to go through the route of the traditional IPOs. Because as I explained, IPOs are cumbersome, they are long, very long, expensive. <laughs> they are cumbersome, they are expensive. So if a company doesn't want to go through that route, usually smaller companies, they get acquired by a SPAC. Because the SPAC trades on an exchange, when it purchases a company, the company now trades on that same exchange without going through the conventional IPO route. Now, normally when a company um, goes through an IPO, or go through the IPO process, they raise money for expansion. For example, last week when Airbnb listed, they raised a lot of money. So what they're using that money to do is capital intensive projects or just general expansion. However, when a SPAC goes through the IPO process, they use the money to acquire another company. And they can't like use, they can't say, oh, we're a SPAC and then get money and then use it for something else. The money is just for the purpose of either acquiring or merging with another company. So, how a SPAC is formed is that a group of investors, some management people, a group of industry experts or sponsors, they come together and then they form a SPAC. They go through the process, list it on an exchange, and then with the sole goal of purchasing another company. So, most times they usually have like a company in mind, like they know that, okay, this is the company we want to purchase, or they have like some companies that they want to purchase in mind and then they eventually end up purchasing one. So when investors buy into the IPO, <laughs> they don't know the company that the SPAC wants to purchase. So the people behind the SPAC, they know that, okay, maybe we want to purchase X company. But the people that are buying into the IPO, they don't even know the company that the guys behind the SPAC want to purchase. So SPACs are usually called blank check companies because it's, if you as an investor buys into a SPAC, you don't know the company that the SPAC is going to eventually purchase. You don't know the target company. So it's like 
you've bought a blank stock. You don't know the company that's going to fill in that their name. You don't know the company's name that's going to be on that stock. It's like it's blank. So it's called a blank check company. Sparks are typically faster, simpler, and like generally easier than traditional IPOs for the companies that they acquire, right? And that's why they've become increasingly popular. So, as I mentioned earlier, SPACs are not allowed to use the money raised through an IPO for any other purpose. You cannot say, oh, we're forming a SPAC, come on the exchange, get people's money, and then use it to go and do something else. It is illegal. You, you can only use it to either measure or acquire another company. And then when you raise that money, you have to put it in a special interest um, gaining account. So, and then they have a deadline of two years. So if you don't complete a, like if you don't find a company to acquire in two years, um, you're going to be liquidated. If you don't find a company to acquire, the SEC is just com- going to liquidate you. So you're going to have to return the money to the people that bought into the IPO. This doesn't typically happen because before a SPAC is formed, the people that come together to form the SPAC already know what they are doing. Like they already know that, oh, this is a company we are going for, you get. So that typically doesn't happen, but they have that two year deadline. So that they can, you know, either make it make an investment or they return the money back to the investors. So when you purchase a share of a SPAC on an exchange, it comes with a warrant. So a warrant gives you the right, but not the obligation, to buy the shares of the company that the SPAC would um, eventually acquire or merge with at a predetermined price. Right, but not obligation means you have a choice. So you can decide to either buy at that predetermined price or not. So it's not compulsory. So it's your right, but you're not obligated to do it. It's kind of like voting. You know, it's your right, but you're not really obligated to do it. Nobody's going to come to you and say, oh, you didn't vote, so you're going to prison. That kind of thing. Yes. So the predetermined price gives you an opportunity to make like a profit. For example, say you get a warrant, so you buy the stock of a SPAC that comes to the warrant, at $15 at a one-to-one ratio. This means that, the one-to-one ratio means that with one stock that you get, you can buy another, you can buy a share of the of the new company at $15. If the stock price goes up to say 25 after the merger or an acquisition, you can exercise this right to buy at 15. So it's currently trading at 25 you can buy at 15 and then sell at 25 because that's the market price and then you've made profit of ten dollars however if after the major or acquisition the price is lower than the predetermined 15 you can buy from the market so you have a right so you you can do either either of both so a warrant gives you that that level of flexibility Purchasing the shares of a SPAC gives you leverage because you can you can make profits like either ways because you have a warrant that is flexible. So a lot of companies opt to go through this route, this SPAC route because it's easier. It's a lot easier than going through the stress of an IPO. So they are now very popular. They have been in the news lately, and I just to do an episode. I hope that this was worth your while. Thank you for listening.